especially when I started to read the Bible in English. That was very difficult. Yeah. But I had to know all these terms in order to be able to talk to you, for instance, <laughs> or to other believers, because, you know, resurrection. I couldn't pronounce it for like the longest time, you know. Yeah. I didn't know how to spell it. And so how I would learn it is I would read a passage and then go through underlined words that I didn't know what they meant and study that over and over and over and I would write the texts down. Welcome back to Think at the Well. Hi Sabine. Hi Vicky. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Um, I wanted to address a little bit of a very practical topic with you and kind of I'm see excited. where it goes. Yeah. Uh, I was recently thinking about and kind of listening to sermons and little educational, you know, podcasts on how to uh, trigger your mind to remember things, how to train your mind to um, focus, you know, pay attention, all that stuff. You know, my fascination with the brain. So I probably will never not listen to those kind of things. But one of the things that got me to thinking is, well, how do we actually or how can we actually apply some of these practical things into our day-to-day um, way that we learn about scripture, ways that we study about who God is, and even yeah, how we read in our daily walk. So one of the things I wanted to you know, ask you is maybe to share um, the difference between how you, you know, started to read the Bible as a new believer and kind of the things that stood out to you. Uh, we can maybe talk about that for a little bit and then we can as you mature in your faith and as you continue to, um, you know, grow in interest about all these different topics that the Bible unveils, how to kind of break down those topics and study um, thoroughly, more thoroughly. Well, I don't want to make stuff up. <laughs> I don't fully remember how it was when I just came to God and I was a new believer, how that all unfolded. I do remember that I was very hungry to know more mm-hmm. and to, because I, I ended up in a circle of believers that already had a lot of Bible knowledge mm-hmm. and I really didn't. And so that was kind of the trigger point for me to say, Oh, wow, I don't know the story that they're talking about in the Old Testament in Second Kings, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the trigger that made me read a little bit more and to find out these stories and to, you know, that was that was how the journey started basically for me back then. So did you start to kind of be like, okay, well, maybe I'll just read the Bible from, you know, the Old Testament, read a book, see what's interesting in that. Um, and then as you're doing that, did you find yourself um, knowing what kind of questions to ask or knowing what to pay attention to? Or did you just read, like as a young believer, um, did you find yourself kind of understanding the content, understanding what you're reading, or did you sort of read it as a story and then just intake all this information, hear what people talk about and kind of keep moving forward? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the latter. So I had no idea what I was doing, what I needed to pay attention to and and add. And I was just, I started to read whatever was being discussed in the in that group of people that I was part of. And that's when, you know, what I started reading is whatever they were talking about because I wanted to have that knowledge as well. And it wasn't even so much of, wow, what can I learn from God's character? What can I learn from their sins? 
Um, does it reflect in my own life? I didn't have all these thoughts as a yeah. young believer. I just read whatever I could read. Most of the times I skipped genealogies because I thought that's unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> but then as I matured in my walk with God, I found out how important they were. But yeah. So I think that's one of the things that I'm um, curious about because oftentimes, especially somebody who didn't grow up in a environment where, uh, you know, topics were encouraged or discussions were, um, you know, especially from women were supported. Um, and then you would get kind of get into a circle. And I felt at least when I came to the Lord, people would have all these really like brilliant questions come out of like a really random text and be like, how did you get there? How did your brain go to ask that question? And I found it fascinating because then from that question stems like a whole deep topic. And you're like, how did that come from that verse or that story? You know, and I feel like a lot of the times, especially new believers, um, feel a little bit out of depth on how do you get there? How do you study the Bible in, or how do you read the Bible in such a way where those questions can pop out or those meanings can can stand out to you and you can kind of have something to reflect on? And so one of the things that I uh, heard from, I don't know if it was a podcast or a sermon, um, but was a very easy and quick sort of way to um, try by uh, reading the Bible in this method. And one of the things was as you're reading a chapter, whether it's the New or Old Testament, you have a notebook next to you and then you're reading a verse or a section. You know how sometimes the Bible breaks down, you know, verse 1 to 15 is about Jesus healing, you know, this person's whatever. And so out of that section or out of a specific um uh, verse, you could either write a question mark, so a, a literal symbol that says question mark, you know, verses 1 to 10, question mark. And what, out of this text, do you have any questions? Do any questions pop out? You know, let's bring this example, Jesus healing, you know, the person by the pool of Bethesda. And a question could come, why did Jesus heal only one person? Who was this person? Was he sick from birth? Um, how long was he there? Just random questions that come to mind. And you can write down one, two, three, however many questions come up. The next thing that you can do is uh, draw a little light bulb or a little star, whatever is easiest for you. And write down in that text, what are some details that you notice? So you could say, well, the text actually shows that he was there for 30 years, or um, the text actually explains that Jesus came specifically for that one person, you know, whatever the case may be, just random details. You can talk about how hot it was. You can talk about what city it was. You can talk about the red gate that he entered, whatever it was, right? The next thing that you can do is draw an arrow by those by those verses, and you can write down what do you think this Bible text commands you to do or believe? And this is a little bit deeper and requires for you to kind of sit back and, and sort of try and grasp. But even this text, even a text like this, Jesus goes to heal this man by the pool. Based on these verses or based on the chapter after you continue to read it, what, how do, what do I 
feel or hear from the Lord or see um, in this text that that I am commanded to partake in this or do. And sometimes it, this text isn't necessarily commanding you to do anything and it'll apply in different ways more than in others. But it's a beneficial question to ask um, yourself because is this text actually you know, a promise in my life or is this a command in my life or is this something that I actually need to pay, pay attention to as the Lord leaving behind for me to partake in. And then the last thing, is to draw a cross and um, the what you would be kind of reflecting on is what are some ways you see Jesus based off this text so his character what are what are his actions reactions um, and if it's not a specific text about you know Jesus being here on earth and it's about maybe the disciples or the Old Testament you can reflect on what are some ways that Jesus is shown through the characters that are being talked about in this text. So whether it's Saul, whether it's Samuel, whether it's Moses, Ezra, whatever it is in, in the Old Testament that you're reading at the time, what are some attributes, characteristics? What is the, the information or the knowledge that I am um, seeing in this text about Jesus? And that's really cool too, because as you start to study the Bible this way, even for a couple chapters, you sort of start to see this like compilation of just depth that you didn't know was in your brain just being ready to be processed just being ready to like be worked on and it's like right at the tip of the tongue but if you don't actually prompt your brain to to or stimulate your brain to to do these exercises or to take put in that hard work to get it you know put it pen, pen to paper or talk about it or whatever you don't actually get to see what's going on in your mind when you are reading these texts. So that was one of the really helpful um, sort of symbol, you know, kind of exercises that I found were like, huh, that's such a apl applicable, practical way to start to implement. And of course, it actually takes a long time. It's like a whole exercise. Um, but start with one chapter, start with 10 verses, start with whatever. And try um to see if if you know this is something that is working for you and actually stimulating your mind and if it doesn't work drop it move on to something else you know and try and figure out so um but that i feel like you can apply to i guess any part of your walk with god whether you're a, a beginner or you know just just beginning your faith with the lord or your walk with the lord or you've a, a seasoned you know, mature Christian who has, you know, been walking with the Lord for a long time. So me with my practical, you know, information, what is something that you, do you have something similar that you've uh, started to apply in your life or have previously? How long did it work for? Kind of what can you share from your side? So I'm that type of learner. I need lots of repetition and it works really well. See, when I moved here six and a bit years ago to Canada from Germany, I didn't speak English very well. Mm -hmm. I had like basic knowledge, you know, hi, bye, how are you? Where's the bathroom kind of thing? And that was about it. Mm -hmm. And so when I started to work for a lawyer shortly after I arrived, I found myself absolutely helpless, you know. I had to 
to to learn the language like I had to understand what he what he's been dictating and all that stuff I had to transcribe a lot of things so what I've been doing is I printed emails where I emails that I read that didn't necessarily make sense to me at once and I try to pay attention to vocabulary that I didn't know and to punctuation. Mm-hmm. And why I'm saying that is because it has helped me in a biblical sense too. So I would print those emails, take them home, and just write those emails on a piece of paper over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I literally, I met another guy who just recently moved from Germany and we were talking about like how I learned the language and all that kind of stuff. And so I showed him a huge binder of just emails that I had printed, mm-hmm. applications that I had printed, even little notes that coworkers would put on my desk where I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. And I would take them home and this is how I studied vocabulary. And this is how I learned the language pretty fast is because I wrote it down over and over again. Because when I write, I can think the best. Mm-hmm. That is me personally. And so when I read the Bible, especially when I started to read the Bible in English, that was very difficult. Yeah. But I had to know all these terms in order to be able to talk to you, for instance, mm-hmm. or to other believers, because you know, resurrection. I couldn't pronounce it for like the longest time, you know. I didn't know how to spell it. And so how I would learn it is I would read a passage and then go through underlined words that I didn't know what they meant and study that over and over and over. And I would write the texts down. Mm -hmm. It wasn't perfect by no means. And we still, I had still had super embarrassing moments but this is how I learned. And for instance, now I'm studying through the book of Jeremiah. And it's very funny, like God has so much humor, how how I started to study that book, because it never really interested me. And I was looking into Bible passages that I could memorize so I can pray them over my son as a blessing. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up with Jeremiah because God told him that nobody would overcome him if he would continue to trust him and I found it so beautiful and when I started to read it I actually devoured it Mm -hmm. but I did not underline anything I didn't write any notes down I didn't write my thoughts down so here I am again at chapter one Mm -hmm. you know going through it again and going through it again and writing writing my thoughts down talking about it helps me big time too And so as I'm writing those notes down or those Bible passages down, it just helps me to really sink in and to meditate it. That's like me. That's how my brain works. So you'll still write out, say, not obviously not the whole chapter anymore, but like if you're reading a text and a certain verse, you have a, you doesn't make sense or you have a question or it was powerful, you'll write out the entire verse. Yes. Okay. Yes. See, I had a little bit of a similar method, but my method was um, if, you know, I, I would read the chapter and instead of writing out the entire verse, I would literally for every single verse, I would write okay, V1 for the first verse and then dash and I would write my thought, whether it's one word or what this verse means to me so if it would be like in the year of you know 1308 or whatever blah 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 king was i would write out okay 1308 year you know 1308 
verse two, verse three, verse four. And I would break down the verses by like, you know, my one sentence of processing. Um, so I felt like at least that gave me sort of less to write down, but still a pretty thorough breakdown mm-hmm. of a verse. But it's funny you're studying Jeremiah, um, where you, like you feel, you know, Jeremiah has been speaking to you so much. I had a, a funny story about that when I was reading the entire Bible cover to cover. Jeremiah was one of those where I'm like reading and I'm just like, it's all this, right? It's in Jeremiah where all of these, this information about the temple and the like, um, you know, the, the rivers running out of the temple. And, and was that in Jeremiah where like, the there's four rivers and they're like running out of the uh, pouring out of the temple i think it's in jeremiah <laughs> if i'm not mistaken um but because it was a, a while back but um you know it was just in such different ways where i'm like reading and then i actually came to the lord and i was like well why isn't this interesting like interesting to me what, what why is this not fascinating me this is obviously still god's word obviously it's in the bible for you know very specific reasons god like teach me something show me something and one of the things that stood out after i prayed those kind of prayers was i started to read this text and it was like such specific details about this temple and whatever else was happening and then i just paused and i was writing out my thoughts verse by verse sort of um at that time but the lord just boom said how if i care for the details of the temple if i care for every single you know stream of water and every single rock and pebble going through this this location or whatever if i cared about the robe that you know people wore or the length of things i care that intricately and that details about your life like i am that invested into you personally and i i cannot explain to you i just boom full-blown like shivers tears prayer to the lord being like how god how do you know me so well why are you why do you care about me in such a like beautiful you know beautiful way but that was that that stemmed from the desire to be like god there's more there must be more you know um and actually coming to the lord in prayer being like well this isn't interesting to me or this isn't blowing my mind um in any way god teach me show me speak to me like allow me to learn from you and then obviously he comes through Another really cool thing that I have learned is that if you read something that you don't understand, don't skip it. Mm-hmm. Press on. Find it out. And I'm not talking about Google. I'm talking about, sure, if, if, if you want to Google something, you know, how, what does it mean in the Greek or in Hebrew or in Aramaic? That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I'm talking about like talk to people, pray a lot, ask God. He does reveal. Yeah. He does. You know, how many times did I read through a passage and found myself in it? Like um, in Jeremiah, I started all over the place. Like I was reading references and uh, references and all of that stuff. And I ended up with the story of the Rechabites in Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. An unheard of, like for me, I had never heard about them Mm -hmm. or of them. Didn't know who those people are. They still exist. And back in, in the book, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm gonna take, take you guys on a very short journey, but it was blowing my mind. So these Rechabites, 
Jere uh, God tells Jeremiah, go and call them into the temple and offer them wine. Mm -hmm. And so he does that. The people come into the temple, he offers them wine, and they refuse because they say, our fathers have taught us not to drink any strong drink, therefore we will not do that. And God took Jeremiah and taught him through the Rechabites that did not belong to Israel or anything like that, what it means to be obedient. He says, look at these people. They don't know me, mm -hmm. you know, but just because a human, their father, they have so much trust in him mm -hmm. that they keep his commandment not to drink any strong drink. Mm -hmm. And God gave them a promise and said, because you are so obedient, you are such an obedient people, mm -hmm. I will keep you forever and they still exist the Rechabites wow. and when I read that it's like wow God teaches Jeremiah a prophet of his whose heart was broken for the things that God's heart was broken for mm -hmm. over the sin of Israel at first I thought Jeremiah is such a depressed person he yeah. really wasn't he was heartbroken over the yeah. things that God hated he hated the things that God hated he was such a solid man And God teaches him and says, go and get them. And here's Jeremiah not asking any questions, not, oh, God, you know, that mystic thing. What what will you do with them? What will I do? Why do I have to offer them wine? Doesn't ask any questions. Trusts God, gets the Rechabites, learns a very significant lesson of that. And that was a story that flew into my life. Like, mm -hmm. I cannot explain you how much. It broke me into pieces. Mm -hmm. And... I believe that the Holy Spirit does guide you yeah. to the passages that you need to read. So I'm not all, all about like have a plan, you know, this and that. Sometimes it's very healthy if you have a really hard day or you struggle with something that just keeps on coming back, coming back, that you, instead of reading, for instance, John, because that's what you have been studying, mm -hmm. to go back to Psalms mm -hmm. or to pray about it and to go back to what the Spirit leads you to go back and mm -hmm. just pause for a moment. That's fine, you yeah. know. But at the same time, I do want to press it onto your heart and onto mine and onto everybody's that it is important to read every day, yeah. you know, because if you don't read the Bible every day, you're kind of setting a statement towards the world and towards the spiritual world that today you don't need him that much. Mm -hmm. That's very dangerous. Yeah. And I really like the fact that you said, you know, to, to pause at the things that don't make sense. Do not skip over. Do not think like, oh, you know, maybe it'll come together later or it'll make sense later. Or, oh, I'll think about that later. But actually take a moment Open up your phone app on notes or write down on a piece of paper or on a notebook or text it to someone. Hey, what do you think about this question? Or, or on read, you know, John verse four, you know, chapter two or whatever. Does it make sense to you? Um, and you'll be surprised at how many amazing conversations come from there. Some of the best, you know, texts or, or conversations or times of hangs, hangouts that I've had with people have stemmed from being like, yo, I'm studying this and this topic. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Or mm -hmm. I'm reading this and this just doesn't quite make sense. And I'm like, okay, let's think through this and we'll debate. And it'll all be for, for, for the love of the word and obviously the love of just, you know, growing in um, knowledge and uh, understanding yeah, the, the text more. It's not you're right, I'm wrong, or 
vice versa, but exactly. it's, it's just to grow. Um, and so a lot of the times I'll take like the complete opposite side of things just to expand our conversation more, the thoughts more, but these are healthy and these are such good, um, you know, moments of fellowship. That's so true. So another quick thing before we wrap this up is something that I have learned for myself. And obviously this doesn't have to apply to everyone. Everybody has their own way of thinking, of memorizing things and all of that, right? But what has been really helping me is I write things down and I would study a topic as if I am preparing myself to make a presentation out of it, mm. you know, or a sermon or whatever, you know. Yeah. And that way, you, you're like, I'm very challenged by that. Yeah. And so... I would pray about it. And obviously I'm not making a presentation of every single topic that I read, but I would act as if I would pretend as if, and those are the most fruitful times for me because then I press on, you know, mm -hmm. because it is as if, what if somebody asks me that question? Mm -hmm. Huh? I would, what would I say? Oh, I find myself a lot of times not, not knowing what I would say to that question. And that is something that really, keeps me ongoing and that, you know, keeps my interest alive and that um, also keeps my hunger alive, a hunger for the word. And so why don't we leave you guys with a challenge like that? Yeah, because I think that, you know, just to summarize sort of all of these um, tips, just before we close here, you know, one is when you read the Bible, you know, have a notebook and um, or your notebook. Uh, note app on your phone or whatever but write down um you use symbols to write down whether it's a question whether it's details that you notice whether it's um you know thoughts that you have about a command or a promise of the lord or whether it's you know ways that you see the character of jesus um Uh, stem through the text you know the the other advice write out entire verses write out um you know verse by verse thoughts on each verse and obviously ask questions pause at the questions um at the things that don't make sense um and and like sabine mentioned the last tip here is if if a topic does strike you in a way where you're like i've never thought about it this way per work out or like stop at that topic and prepare as if you're going to share a message on it whether it's to yourself or you will end up sharing it with your friends and and i guarantee that as you start to prepare any sort of topic you are going to um talk about it with your friends because it's inside of you you're learning all these cool facts it's gonna come up in conversation whether you like to or not because the lord works in such divine ways and so we want to challenge you today to um, use some of these tools learning tools but also um, ask your friends how do they study the bible ask your you know families or whoever those around you for how they study the bible and that actually will prompt really interesting conversations in and of itself too because people have such personal ways that they process things and you could grow from that too Absolutely. Stay tuned for a second episode on that topic. We are excited to tackle that and to really, yeah, understand it deeper and grow in knowledge. With that, have a blessed week and we will talk to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>